we spoke about it earlier. Melbourne Collingwood, MCG, Queen's birthday. Obviously, game of the season. Game of the season, arguably. It wasn't probably the game the D's fans were looking for. Three losses in a row now. Probably uncharted territory for them over the last couple of seasons now. So, interesting times. But I think our next guest is uh, well, a big, big fan of ours. Well, we're a big fan of him, we should say. Um, good friend of ours as well. Love catching up with him every time. And uh, we'll bring him in now. Yep. Timmy from Attention to Detail. There he is, there Tim. He is. Thank you for hey, jumping boys. on. Nah, all good, all good. How are we doing? Oh, very good. Going well. How, how very are you? Good. More importantly, yeah. Nah, doing all right. Oh, first of all, just uh, congratulations on the 100 episodes, guys. It's, yeah, a massive, massive achievement. You should be very proud. And, um, yeah, what a what an awesome, yeah, what an awesome way to bring it up as well to the live stream and stuff. I've been tuning in and, yeah, great to have a listen to as well too. Oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And yeah, I mean, you've uh, you've been a part of the journey as well. I think we've had, we've had you on <laughs> a couple of times. So um, when we were pretty fresh, and I think you guys were pretty fresh as well, we um, we jumped on for was it a collab, wasn't it? That was that was, was a yeah. collab. Yeah, yeah. We, we finally got to meet the other week for a, for a beer, right. beer, which that has is. been a long time coming. Obviously, yeah. COVID hasn't helped that, but it was good to finally catch up with you and Simo over there. So. Talk us through what your thoughts on the, I guess, the days this so far have been. I mean, obviously, you know, undefeated up until a few weeks ago and obviously a couple of losses now, but I mean, I'm guessing you're not looking into it too much. Nah, I think it's, yeah, it, I think today was probably the the nail that probably some of us thought was going to happen, unfortunately. I think just with the week that we've just had, it's, yeah, probably something that we haven't really experienced, even in our, even in our shittier times where, yeah, we weren't doing so well on the field. I think just with everything that media sort of blew up again this this past week gone by, it's um, yeah. I feel like that the pressure is getting to some supporters. It's it's interesting to see some of the blow up and the overreactions from some um, yeah from some like supporters on on the socials and everything. But I think what's going wrong with the side, like I think just these last three games, it's all it's all really clear. I think the problems really clear and i think the club would know about that supporters can clearly see it but just like the inability to be able to kick a score in these last three weeks and have any sort of benefits going forward like our mid forward connections just being atrocious and we haven't been able to yeah really get our forwards into a spot where they're going to be advantageous to have a shot on goal and creating those opportunities like we've seen like we've been able to start games really well and then it's just that falling away either after the first quarter or the first half uh, that's really sort of let us down. Like it's the clear examples in the last three games with Collingwood, Swans and Freo. Mind you, all very good sides. And I think that's something that we all have to sort of remember as well too, that we've played, you know, Swans and Freo in probably two top four to five sides in the league. And then Collingwood are just on an absolute roll at the moment. And yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting feeling. I've got my Premier's badge on here just to remind me and other supporters out there that we are still the Premier's and, I think the buy will just be a nice little reset button for us. I think we've got a lot of boys that are banged up. Max looked like he was on one leg out there. Petty and our back line being a little bit decimated. And then obviously the big hole that May leaves as well too has probably really been exposed the last three weeks as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if a team ever needed a buy, I think it's the Melbourne Football Club, especially with what's going on um, you know, externally as well with um, you know, the, the, the violence and everything that went on last week, as everyone knows about. Like, I think the whole club just needs a bit of a breather for a week and um, just a reset because 
like I, you'd be a brave person to to be riding off Melbourne um, at this stage. That's for sure. Um, you know, you went ten and zero, and no one just goes ten and zero without being you know half decent. So, um, and yeah, the teams you've lost to as well, they're, they're some pretty decent teams as well. So I think the buys come at a very good time. Um, but you mentioned um, you know the forward line as well, and um, not really functioning properly. Do you think you're winning? Because a lot of Melbourne supporters I've spoken to have seen that as an issue already. And do you think the winning that you had at the start of the season was sort of paper over the cracks and and now you know, it's really starting to to be found out? Yeah. I don't, look, I don't know whether it's a combination of, of potentially that, but also I think teams just sort of figuring this out and probably not getting a lot of that slingshot footy from, from the defensive half. Like we look extremely dangerous where we can kind of get on that fast break and those chains start from the half back line and we can really find some space and run into an open forward line. And that's where... Yeah, we were able to find, like, that's where Fritch bobs up and kicks his sort of two or three a week. Um, you know, we've been able to get one-on-ones with Ben Brown running out or, or probably, arguably, and I think it's probably slid, slid under the radar, but is Tom McDonald going down? Because he was having a fantastic month of footy before he came down and contested uh, contested marks and our, our work in the air has been absolutely atrocious in the last three weeks. That's where teams have clearly beaten us by. Like, you had... Uh, yeah, I think contested marks in the third quarter today. Like I think Collingwood were ten to one or something like that. Um, so like just the big forwards up front, and I'm sort of talking about the backs, but I think we just seem to be exposed there. But yeah, the forward line, um, I don't. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. We just keep sitting it on our forwards' heads, and Goody seems to be thinking that's still the right thing. Like you're bringing Wiedemann in, bringing him out. You know, Mitch Brown gets the run the last couple of weeks, um, given T Max injury because he's playing better footy, but they still haven't seemed to have changed their approach going inside uh, 50. And I think we wound up at about 30 odd percent efficiency going inside 50 today. Um, you know, 17 scores from 50 odd uh, entries. So yeah, it's certainly something that I have to go away and look at. And when I was saying that it was really clear about what's wrong, that's really clear. I think, um, that's where that's where the missing piece is because even though our defense has probably been a little bit shaky with some key personnel missing, uh, if we can't kick a score, like we've been struggling to kick eight, nine goals the last three weeks, it's yeah, that's that's gonna be really difficult heading into the into the back end of the season and into finals as well. It's uh it's really interesting saying that, isn't it? Because I mean Melbourne have so famously, I mean, towards the back end of last year and even early this year, we're able to put scores on so quickly and a high amount of kicking seven goals, eight goals in a quarter. Um, let alone struggling to do that for an entire game. So obviously interesting, and I do like the fact that you said it. it's an easy – well, not an easy fix, but it's an easy – you're able to easily able to pick out what the problem actually is, and I guess solving that then should just be a matter of tweaking a few little things you'd imagine. Um, obviously, some of your forwards you'd have down there are very dangerous when they're on. It's just about, I think, hitting them up. Like you said, 37% efficiency going forward. You're not going to win too many games doing that, are you? No, no, I didn't realize that was the stat for today. That's a, that's pretty pretty concerning. Um, you know, given, I mean, your you, you, your midfield dominance is definitely there. I mean, what Clayton Oliver had 42 touches today, I think, or yeah, well, won the won the medal for one, the day as yeah, well. Yeah, Jeez, did so, you see his speech? <laughs> Wasn't stoked about it. <laughs> Nor was the crowd. I, I could oh, hear. I mean, we yeah. were just running in here to um, start recording as it ended. So I missed it, but you said the crowd wasn't too happy at all. Yeah, no, the Collingwood fans were doing. Sure. I mean, hey. the guy had 42 disposal. He went pretty well today, I reckon. If you, I mean, I looked at the rest of his stats as well. They weren't nothing touches. No, no, exactly right. Clayton Hall is a star, but I just I find it a bit ironic that Collingwood supporters were doing that. Remember Anzac Day when Essendon fans were doing Pendlebury? 
for winning the award. <laughs> that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the irony there is, uh, but that's kind of supporters for you, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, heading into the into the break, what do you, what do you what do you want to see uh, second half of the season? Anyway, I know you, you know, you've you're, you're the hunted now. I think that's what's making it challenging for you. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is that forward half connection. I think really making sure that the ball's in our you know and our best users. Uh, hands going inside, and that's you know that's Spargo, that's Alex Neil Bull, and that's Christian Petrarca. Those balls need to be low and and looking you know at, at short sharp targets that and and making sure you're kicking into space. And there's a great example last week of Mitch Brown hitting up Bailey Fritch, like it was from about 55, but it was just the perfect kick to space. And I know I understand that you know when the game slows down, it is harder to find those advantages at times. But they really yeah they need they need to do a body work around that because. At times, in pre- well, so let's say last year, you're, you're right, the small forwards can sort of cre- create a bit of chaos, but our forward pressure hasn't been what it what it's renowned for probably in the last, I'd say, in the last month, um, just in regards to yeah being able to trap the ball inside. I think some teams have been able to pick us apart getting outside our zone pretty easily, and I think, yeah, if our forward pressure's up, then that kind of chaotic footy can can work off. You got Cozzy, you got Spargo down the front there. Um, Viney's been hitting the scoreboard as well, and you got Track and Oliver who can all also get on the scoreboard. I think that's the biggest thing. I think also just getting a couple of boys healthy. Um, Gorn definitely needs a week off. He probably should have had it against West Coast. And um, off, yeah, having May back's going to be big. Jake Lever's probably somebody that's been pretty underwhelming the last few weeks as well too. And I don't know about you guys, but every time he seems to go up for a mark, I can't remember the last time he's taken an intercept mark. Like, it, honestly, he, it spills every time and it's a liability and it causes, yeah, it causes headaches for down back. Like, thank goodness for Angus Brayshaw, who's just, who's remained down back even with Salem coming back in. And and even today, he was he was amazing um, in a losing side. He, he had some fantastic efforts down back there. So I think the biggest thing is, yeah, figuring out how to get that ball through the big sticks and making sure that that, cohesion between our mids and our forwards is really on point because yeah coming <clears throat> coming straight out of the bye into brisbane even if it's at the g is going to be a real uh, telling point i think for where the club's at even you know these last three weeks but to come out there that's gonna be a real test Jeez, brisbane after the bye i didn't realize that that's going to be um that's going to be on isn't yeah, it you're right the bye did come at the right time yeah. if ever guys have any it's definitely uh yeah. against the lines just quickly um someone reminded me about a talking point we've spoken about a little bit recently and obviously richmond was sort of victim of it on thursday night but crowd attendance has obviously been a bit talked about with the d's fans lately um what do you reckon the numbers are so low this year i mean obviously it's all around the board it's not just melbourne fans but i think because you guys are the rating premiers the spotlight has been on you a bit more what do you reckon the reason is for low attendance at the moment obviously it's a host of things but yeah i yeah it's a tricky one i think I don't know. I think Track's comments on the radio the other day, like, as you said, I think it is across the board. D, like, I think I saw a stat the other day about compared to a couple of years ago that the D's attendance is still up a lot from where it was, like, I think in 2018 and even 20. Well, I understand the success is different for the teams, but um, yeah, no, the, it's significantly up from one of the last years that we could actually come to the footy, given that we've missed so much time there. It's a really tough one. I, I honestly am not sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's just, just the crappy weather in the middle of winter, like we, you know, we're in the middle of a cold snap at the moment, and it sounds like a pretty piss poor excuse. But I don't know. I, I, personally, I feel like it's been a little bit unfairly labelled on on just the D's. But 
uh, yeah, like I suppose I was at the Sydney Melbourne game and that had what 30 odd thousand there on Saturday night between essentially two top four sides. And you would have thought there'd be more there. The Sydney, <laughs> the Sydney supporters were louder than the Melbourne supporters. It felt like obviously towards the end of the game when they were making their comeback. I, yeah, it's hard to put a finger on it, Quinn. I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. Like they've got 60,000 members now, which is, you know, they're, they're breaking new ground with that. So there's no reasons why they shouldn't be um, people in there. But I, I could probably see, sound not skeptical, but like health reasons and stuff in terms of like, you know, keeping well and, um, you know, not getting the flu and that stuff. I don't sound like a, a, a member sort of thing, but it's, yeah, I it could be a foray of reasons. I don't think it's any one thing, and I think it'd be interesting to contrast it with the rest of the league in terms of, you know, I reckon we'd be around the ballpark with everybody else. Yeah, I don't think it's too far off the money. I mean, I, I made a comment last week on the podcast, and uh, I did say that. Yeah, we real out about it, and then uh, Simo was quick to jump down my throat after Richmond only got twenty one thousand at the G. I was like, fair enough, touche. So it was, uh, yeah, I think it is all around the board. And look, to be honest with you, I think it does have something to do. I mean, a lot of people at the moment, the, the flu is back, sort of gastro, all those yeah. sort of things. A lot of people catching these things that we've sort of forgotten about because of COVID, and could be a reason, like you said, cold snap. I think it's a host of things, but yeah, you're right. I think. Inflation, things Inflation. are expensive. Yeah. Well, things and, are very expensive at the moment. Yeah. You've seen fuel. Yeah. So. And people just being able to get out there and do stuff now as well too. I think it's the first winter that we've had um, out in the open for two years. So, yeah, there's the illness side of things, but I think just people like socialising and stuff as well too, maybe just not prioritising, you know, poison how it is like social events and stuff always get booked up so quickly and before you know it's the end of the season. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say that... Depending on our form, I, I'd still think that we'd like to increase it as uh, as the season gets on a little bit as well too. It's one of those things, you know, round one pops up and then you're sort of like, oh, yeah, I'll get to the next one. And before you know it, it's round 10. Before you know it, it's, you know, it's the last round of the season heading into finals. It's It goes super quickly. But, yeah, I think it'll be something that's, um, that's probably constant throughout the season, I would say. But I'm sure come finals time, uh, regardless of who's in there, it'll, it'll be back pumping again. Like... Did you boys see? Did they release the stat for yesterday's GWS North game? Did they? I think do you know what the crowd was? 13,000. Oh, so they got double figures? <laughs> so, I I know, was a, yeah, no, neither. Yeah. Nah, there, was, there was more at the North GWS game yesterday than the North versus Melbourne game a few weeks ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that, that's. Yeah. That's, that's concerning. Same. Yeah, I think yeah. that's also potentially because they, they were talking given, all week about how yeah. poor this was going to be. So I think fans showed up. And they'll give nice and too. Yeah, yeah, so it would have been interesting. But I do have a sneaky suspicion that as the year goes on and gets towards the pointy end, um, I think the games will start filling up a lot more, especially as Melbourne, you know, you'd imagine would finish reigning premiers again if they can find their form again. So, yeah. I'd hate no. to, yeah, I'd hate to uh, <laughs> sound like a wanky, but like, you know, the, the games I've gone in, the members of like MCC members has always been pretty full. So <laughs> you, it's, it's when you cast your eye out to the rest of the ground and there's bloody no one in there. But there you go, it sounds like a... Mate, you've bought right into the stereotype there. With the <laughs> <laughs> we love that, though. All, we right. Love All right, mate. Well, let's uh, let's do a quick little mid-year review um, questions. Um, what's been your game of the year so far for the Ds? Game of the year. Oh, Round one, I think, was always going to be a, you know, a huge statement, I think, kind of that unprecedented grand final rematch, getting the Wednesday night there and just, yeah, having that 
having that not second chance, but I suppose having that chance to to face up to Bulldogs a few months after beating them in the grand final. I think to get on top of that and given how the game played out as well too, it was kind of like in similar fashion, like, you know, Melbourne off to a blistery start in the first quarter, Bulldogs storming all the way back in the second and then, you know, Melbourne not kicking away as we did in the granny, but still being able to get on top there. I think that's, I think just the way that we started the season, I thought was, uh, yeah, I think that was really important to get get that one off because um, I think some people were a bit unsure about it. I think, you know, some people want a little bit of, momentum leading into a grand final rematch, you know, sitting it somewhere around about, you know, five or six or something like that, getting a few games under your belt. But for the AFL to sort of throw it in there and and throw it before, you know, your boys um, on the Thursday night, it's, yeah, I, th- I think that was a really big deal and important for the club as well too to be the opening season for the round. So I think that's probably the biggest one. Uh, other than that, St Kilda was probably a big test, I think, for us. At that time, I think that was round seven or so. Um, that was probably people were saying hadn't really played anyone yet. Um, and St Kilda have been playing some pretty good footy. So I think that was also an important game for us as well. No, I love that. There's a few good ones to choose from there. And speaking of a few to choose from, you've got a few of them. Uh, who do you reckon has been your best player so far? Oh, it's hard to look past Clary, I think, just in terms of his midfield dominance. Like it, it took up until or was it the Frio game for a team to tag him and sort of see what the impact it had on on our side. So I think, yeah, I think it's hard to be past him. Gorn's been incredible. Um, yeah, just doing absolutely everything he can to, to stay out there and the way that he's been able to move up forward and sort of <laughs> in the last few weeks be our most dangerous kind of tall forward down there, the only one that looks like making a mark. Um, yeah, I think he's been also pretty pretty incredible as well i'm sure i've left some people out but i think yeah i think those two might sound pretty stock standard but i think it's i think the evidence is pretty clear yeah it's hard to go yeah. past them isn't it yeah it, absolutely and gorney's been incredible just year after year just keeps backing it yeah. up it's great so because track had a uh, track started on fire but he's sort of come down to earth a little bit in these last probably you know five six rounds so otherwise you probably would have said him after his especially after his first couple of games um, all right, Seth. Well, this would be an interesting one. Season prediction: where, where, What's happening? Are you, are you winning the flag? Yeah. Are, you, are you off off the train? What, what, what's, what's what's your prediction? Uh, look, we're around the mark. I think at our best, still like we can beat anyone. Uh, the fact is that our last four weeks haven't been our best. I think, and I think going back twelve months ago, we were in a similar position probably not under the same scrutiny because we weren't coming off the back of a premiership and didn't all this shit blowing up in the media. But, you know, we had a real lull losing to Adelaide round 10 last year by a point who, you know, bottom dwellers at that point. And then I think lost two out of the next three, including Queen's birthday last year as well too. We've got pretty terrible track record the last few years of that. And then we built a really good uh, back half of the season after the bye. So I'd back us in to go there. I think, yeah, it's too early to write us off and in terms of challenges i don't see like brisbane will be really interesting geelong i'm not convinced by although jeremy cameron's looking pretty scary at the moment but in, besides that i'm not really seeing anyone that could really you know that's really scaring me right now like yeah we've lost four games but i i don't believe that we weren't at our best then so um i could say it's like at least making the granny for sure yeah. You're not not scared of the the blues by any chance. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, well, oh, I've probably forgotten. Like, is it been when did you guys have the buy? You, you haven't played in a couple of weeks, have you? Yeah, uh, yeah, we still had the buy last, last Friday. Week. We, buy. Played, we played Essendon. That was our first game off the. Buy. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah, you've certainly been probably the most exciting, one of the most exciting teams to watch, and just in terms of the style of your play, I think Voss has just kind of unlocked everything and. It's sort of proved that you've had all the pieces them almost the whole time. Give a couple, give here and there in the midfield, and sort of unlocking a few. But no, certainly, I think you guys played probably the most exciting brand of of footy, uh, and you've been doing it consistently. So no, I think yeah, up there it'd be interesting to see how how you stand up in the test of finals, though. I think just with some of that experience as well, too, it'd be interesting. But when we don't meet you till round nineteen, I think it is. So it's. Yes. 22. I think it's the second last round. Oh, so. Yeah. It's same yeah. with Geelong. We don't play Geelong until right at the end of the season as well, too. It's it's yeah. funny how people would like diss our um, fixture, like we're saying, oh, Melbourne haven't played anyone. It's like, it's not like we have yeah. anybody control of who we play. Like, we don't dictate it. We don't, you know, we don't decide which teams decide to drop off after last year. So it's, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a really tough test in that last few games as well, too, heading back into the season, you know, back into the season. We've got, Sort of the top rung teams heading into there, so I think that'll that'll obviously have a huge impact. Yeah, for sure. All right, mate. We'll uh, we'll do the pressure cooker, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go. Um, if you had to delist one player on your team, who would it be? Oh shit! Uh, let's say tough with the D's, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, answer it before on the show, so it could be someone different. <laughs> it could be someone different. I'm gonna say, oh fuck! Oh god, this is a Taj Woden. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> almost a copy. Yeah, almost yeah. a copy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the the beauty of success, I guess. You don't really know. You want everyone, so yeah. well, nah, we'd love that. Uh, if you could add a player from another list, who are you taking? Who's in form right now? Well, I was listening to um, Blake from Richmond January four. I think it was in talking about Harry Mackay. And I just think that that second big forward, if somebody that can clunk a mark, I think is somebody who we need right at this very second, especially with teammate going down. So I'd, I'd love to have him, um, Mackay, I think. Yeah. It, 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 I tell you what, mate, it's good. It's good having him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Twin towers, it's great. Yeah. Hope he does another hand. When he's, yeah. when he's healthy, yeah. Yeah. Um, would you wear team colours to a neutral game? Uh, I'd, probably wear, I'd probably wear a scarf. I don't know if I'd go anything more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially given it's yeah. winter, I think I could make the case for that. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. a bit about it. Uh, a scarf's a garment you can wear, I reckon. <laughs> I'll cop that. Uh, next one is footy jumpers to games, yes or no? Well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I, I have to wear a collared shirt when I go to the game. So I don't personally wear them. I wear them around the house, but I don't have a problem with people wearing them. I just, yeah, I don't wear them to games personally because of their. Here we go again. MCC dress code, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't have a problem with wearing them. That's all right. Yeah, I love it. That's yeah. It's been an interesting question that one. Yeah, that's so really yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Like I get stacks of NBA jerseys, and people I know people ask the same thing. But like, no, nah, it's yeah. still yeah. <laughs> the most interesting one to me with the NBA jersey comparison is how it's acceptable to wear an NBA jersey like out and about, like as a mm. streetwear piece, but to wear your footy jumpers. Not you no. just look like a bit of an uffy. Well, <laughs> like say I, all right, Richmond cool. jumper, just a Richmond jumper. It's a bit, but if I wear Kobe Bryant jersey, it's a different sort of, you know what I mean? Different story. I don't know. It's a weird. So one. 
what about the footy jumper over the collared shirt? Would you? <laughs> what do you say? No, I'm not saying I would wear that, but like I've seen yeah, it. Yeah. That's an interesting look. Yeah, I, don't I reckon don't, I'd go there. I, I don't know if I would. I'd, I'd probably put it over a hoodie, um, yeah. the jumper or a hoodie or something like that, or a sweat. Um, that more for me. If I'm going to wear a shirt, I'm probably trying to look at just a scarf with the shirt. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's an interesting it one. It's an interesting topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've sat a few times um, in the last year or so, and yeah, people will wear the shirts with the jumper on top, and I'm like, oh, maybe just a scarf today, mate. But yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting topic. <laughs> All right, no, mate. Cool. Like it. Last one. Which team do you love beating the most? Well, it hasn't happened for a little while, but it has to be Collingwood. Um, Simo, Simo messaged me and said that oh no sorry his girlfriend l messaged me saying that he'd been into a few fights um well i'm guessing verbal altercations with some collingwood fans and yeah they are the worst they i, I still to this day remember in 20 oh, was it 17 where we had to win round 23 and we had nothing to play for um, it was Ruzi's last game and well, maybe it was 2016, and we lost. Like Collingwood was sitting probably 12th or 13th, and I just remember getting stuck into this. Um, yeah, we're just sitting next to this bunch of fogs, and yeah, it's there's nothing nothing worse. But um, I've got to show you this though. Look what L sent me. I don't know if you can see that, but that's Simo wearing a, uh, a Collingwood, oh, Collingwood scarf after the game, yes. saying uh, "Go the pies." So yeah, interesting, um, interesting over there. But it has to be Collingwood. I don't think there's a couple of other teams that don't like St Kilda's probably up there, but um, no. Now, Collingwood by an absolute mile. Yeah. When it happens next. Popular, <laughs> they've they? been very popular tonight, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, love it, mate. But uh yeah, that that that's all, mate. And I really appreciate you you coming on. And um, as I said at the start, yeah, you've been you've been along the journey with us. Um, you know, you've been a big supporter of ours and 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 likewise with you. We've uh, followed your, your work all the way through. So again, thank you, mate. And um, yeah, hope uh, hope the D's can bring some more success to you this year. No, nah, no worries, boys. Always a pleasure. And yeah, all the best for the rest of the show. But congrats again. And yeah, massive achievement. And looking forward to, yeah, looking forward to catching up for the next one for sure. No worries at Thanks, all. Tim. Yeah. Thanks, Tim. All right. Take it easy, guys. Hey, Cheers.